2: Support. Curtis Fleming is down the edge of the air. Fleming for That's Craig it. Hignett. Hit it, Higgy. Higgy hits the track.
1: Abanelli coming alive again. Giannino wants the ball played to him. Abanelli spots out. Hello and welcome to the Bora Breakdown podcast. The lowdown shown on Finn Azaz as, as, and last week Middlesbrough confirmed the sign of the midfielder on a four and a half year deal from Aston Villa. But, you know, we have seen him play for Plymouth this season, he even scored against Bora in our game at Home Park. But who is he? Where's Where's he from? And why have Borough signed him? Like Rogers and Gilbert and Marcus Force, Finn has actually joined uh, an illustrious club of uh, West Brom's academy. He was obviously born in Westminster but he's uh, an Irish and a- Israeli descent and um, he plays in actually Fort Ireland as well and in the 21s and he joined Aston Villa in 2021 and he joined obviously Lawrence spell at Newport and at Plymouth as well and he was actually the League 2 player of the season in 2021 and in the team of the season 2 and also the last 18 months, yes he's been at Aston Villa but he's been playing for Plymouth on an 18 month loan deal It came back this year and they were expected to see him out for a whole 12 months so Borov vultured in uh, and got him in the January uh, window so we decided since he had 12 goal contributions uh, already this season for Plymouth, we decided to speak with Agar Life to find out a little bit more about Borov's new
2: man Hi guys, let's see if I can get through this without a lump in my throat or bursting into tears. Um, You've got yourself a, a fantastic player and also someone who seems like a fantastic person. Certainly one of the best players that I've seen at Argyle in my time as a fan. Obviously we have spent a lot of that time operating at a level below where you guys have been. That being said, he's someone who's clearly improved every season through his career up from League two initially with I believe Cheltenham and then Newport came to us in League one last season as we won the title and was absolutely fantastic. I think it was really just hitting his stride as well when he got an unfortunate injury in in sort of late October kind of time which um ruled him out for several months but he came back in towards the end of the season maybe didn't quite hit the heights as he was coming back but still scored some really important goals for us in the run in as we clinched the title came back on loan in the summer It was kind of a long summer of will he won't he come back because it took a while for that to get finalized but he did come back and he has just gone from strength to strength since then as one of his bigger fans I would imagine within the fan base Uh, I thought he would be good at this level I didn't realize quite how good he would be and I think that the fact that he has been recalled by Villa to get this move to you is, is a testament to to that otherwise I think he would have stayed here until the end of the season at least maybe beyond that who knows but he's no he's just been absolutely superb obviously your fans will know about the goal he scored against you we will know that that's not a an irregular occurrence for him he has scored some unbelievable strikes a couple from the edge of the box including against Watford his last goal for us on New Year's Day one of the best goals if not the best I can remember an Argyle player scoring just a delightful cushioned side foot volley into the corner from the edge of the box most players i think would would slash at that or would lace it and it's just a testament to his intelligence and vision how he instead um you know just took it on the side foot it's a delightful piece of technique other than that you know he scored a couple of goals where he sort of teased defenders twisted them inside and out and and sort of swished a finish into the corner he is i think for his age in particular a phenomenally intelligent and mature player he doesn't play like you would necessarily expect a young Loni to play he's got clearly a very old wise head on his shoulders already um that's not to say he's lacking in pace or, or energy or anything like that it's just that he he reads the game so well he doesn't quite need to hair around like some other young players he's brilliant in transition moves the ball incredibly quickly Not entirely sure how you guys always like to set up under Carrick. Obviously, I know you're a very attacking side. I'm sure that will favor him. I think for us as a side who are, you know, trying to consolidate at this level and find ourselves under the cosh quite a lot. He's someone who's been very, very useful at turning defense into attack with sort of very penetrating passes and pieces of movement. But in short, I think he's somebody who is destined for the very, very highest level. Obviously, you'll hope that can... Be with you, but I've been saying for several weeks now. Just after seeing how good he has been in the championship, that the guy—I think the guy—has an unbelievable ceiling. He is what, yeah, again, just an incredibly mature player, incredibly intelligent, a scorer of some absolutely great goals. And if he is half as good for you as he has been for us, I think you're gonna absolutely love him. Look after him.
1: I feel bad for, for taking him off the myth now. You know, it was—I uh, feel really bad for it. But then, uh, you know, what's your thoughts on? On Borough's new recruit, obviously, really positive uh, words there. I feel like it was a lot of positive conversations or tweets going around Finn as that have been for a while now. So, what's your thoughts? What are your thoughts on on the on the deal?
0: Yeah, well, he's a, a very technically gifted footballer. Good first touch, really impressive close control. As what was mentioned there, very intelligent, possesses really good vision to spot runs ahead of him. If you've watched his interview. When he signed for Borough, he said himself that he's always looking to find space and play forwards, which is music to every Borough fan's ears, I think. He's averaging six shot-creating actions per 90 this season, only two players better that Pritchard and Somerville although Pritchard has had a few less 90 minutes than those two mentioned players there 80% of his shot creating actions are open player passes so it's not a a figure bumped up by set pieces like it was with Dan Barlasa for example he's sixth for goal creating actions with 13 and to paint a picture of the company that he's in he's up there with Jack Clark, Morgan Whitaker, who's Plymouth team, or ex-Plymouth teammate right now, uh, Gabriel Sara of Norwich, Jorginho Rutter and Keenan Dewsbury Hall. He strikes the ball exceptionally well, hence his collection of, uh, well, his collection of high-quality goals, not just for Plymouth, but for Newport, too, actually. Um, He's an effective dribbler, I'd say, more than a high volume one. He averages three take-ons per 90, which is about the league average. But his take-on success rate is 55%, which is in the top 10 percentile in the championship.
1: Yeah, and for me, Dan, as well. Like the way that he's comfortable with both his feet is a bit of a thing that I looked at when we were when we were reviewing the clips. But I, I think I echo what Argo Life was saying there around him being a really intelligent football and like how he picks up and, and finds himself some space. So it, I think when you look at Carrick's probably principles and how he wants to play and how you occupy and how you create space, he really does fit that mold. And what I really like about this deal is that what two point five million. I think one is an absolute snip, but two how Borough can create more and more chances. I think we're becoming a really fun team. Um, I think because of when you look at players, say, I'll start from the back Really, I think when you look at Engel and Bangor on that left-hand side, you've got Hackney and Bylaser in midfield who are able to play the ball through and really carry it really well. You've got Rodgers, who's just in an abundance and shows so much quality at this moment in time. A bit rash at times, but again, creates chances. Jones is quite good at slipping the ball through. And when you talk about Riley McGree... I can't say much more about how good he is. And then you've got the set pieces of Greenwood um, as well. And when you bring as into the equation, I think there's going to be a, one person that really benefits, or maybe two, in Latte Laugh and also Josh Coleman. I think Latte Laff more because of how Latte is able to peel off players and get himself in behind. Hopefully, he can cre- increase his shot conversions a little bit more because if he does... You've got yourself a really good player in there as well, and like a laugh. But for me, I think that is a really, really strong sign for us. And, you know, the way he's able to drive the ball up the pitch. And and I think it's shown, but not just with the videos that we, we show, but also, on, and you see, but also, I think statistically as well, the top 4% uh, for that as well. So for me, I'm really happy with this sign. I think the deal is really good at a four and a half year deal on a really young player. Um, With a high ceiling, I'm really, really happy about it. But I think the one big bonus of this deal for me is just how creative Borough are and how they can be in different areas. But we're really building up a nice portfolio of creative players. And yes, a couple of dribbly boys here and there. But (laughs) if we can try and combine that, the crosses again, I know we are trying to work the ball in the box a lot more this season. If we're able to maybe adapt a bit more on our crosses and set pieces to refine those a little bit more. You, if you're a striker and you're not performing with the amount of chances that we create there's something fundamentally wrong I think with a striker but for me I think I'm really really happy with it but there's always positives there and we we sound excited that we've signed Finis as but there is some development points that I think he could potentially work on right
0: yeah, I mean, he's been played in a few positions for Plymouth this season, including the left side of a midfield three. Now, I don't envisage Borough switching to like a 4 3 3, for example. So I don't think that his lack of defensive prowess necessarily at this point in his career is that much of a problem. I will say he's not the quickest, but I do think people put far too much emphasis on pace nowadays. I think so long as you're not playing as a traditional get down the line winger or are in a staunchly counter attacking team, then I think it's more of a bonus than a necessity. And I know Borough last season were top for counter attacking goals scored, but we are not really a counter attacking team. We are the, the type of team that wants to circulate possession, wants to play the ball into the box. I think we saw against Huddersfield, one of the criticisms of the team in that game was that we were probably passing it a little bit too much. With Finnazar's, Plymouth fans have said that he, he does take too many touches around the box, maybe waiting for the space to, to open up. So I did notice that whilst watching him. I think that could frustrate Borough fans, but to be fair, Playing in a Michael Carrick team, I think, will suit Finnezzas because we play predominantly possession football and I think that absolutely suits him. And I think it's always good to, to hear Plymouth fans' perspective on a signing that we have. We did put a tweet out about him joining and we said, we come in peace. What is Finnezzas like? <laughs> and I did get a few reactions. So Jack Leslie said, in an attacking side, the blocks of Colossus. His creativity is off the charts. His passing range is sublime. Um, his footwork is just silly. He chops people for fun. Incredible passing range. Capable of scoring ridiculous goals. Give him freedom to express himself. And enjoy. Curtis Evans said, can create something from nothing, 2.5, absolute bargain. Stuart said, when he's good, he's amazing. When not, he can disappear in games. He needs some space and freedom to work, uh, but will be worth a few goals for you this season. Trent said, brilliant for us. We'll need to simplify his game for a top club, which is an interesting point, actually, because he has progressed from League Two to League One to the Championship. He's now at a club with a bit more expectation than the rest. So how will he improve and step up further? What Trent says, um, has too many touches, which will frustrate you. And then I liked this one just to finish. Um, a player that will do the unexpected, one of those that has a photographic mind and can see the pitch two or three passes ahead. If he played chess, he'd be a grandmaster. So some really good positive affirmations there from Plymouth fans.
1: Yeah, and I love the analogy of the chess because um, I was a big fan of Pep's book when I was reading it in the summer and he was saying like uh, how football is so similar to chess and um, it actually put me on another book saying how life imitates chess and it was just like was just how things all come together and like two or three pieces ahead but also when you do watch football as well it's, I don't watch football, I just watch the people around it and just see how things move um, mm. which is actually, it opens up a completely different way of watching football but anyway, the point is i have <laughs> now got another midfielder who... By the looks of it, looks really positive, but it does kind of create a bit of a problem for Borough in, to some extent, but a good problem. Um, that when you look at Middlesbrough's midfield, now so I know Finn has played in multiple positions already this season, played in that deeper role, but also he's probably more effective in they're probably a bit further up the pitch. But when we look at Borough's options, Don, uh, now in midfield, <laughs> you've got Hayden Hackney. Johnny Howson, Dan Balassa, Lewis O'Brien, who's ex- expected to come back in about late January, February time. And higher up the pitch, we've got Ryan McGree, Sam Greenwood, Rogers, Crooks, Jones, and-, and Marcus Force again, who is hopefully very close to returning as well. Here in a couple of weeks, maybe sooner. But what do you think? You know what do you think about Carrick in terms of how where he's going to play him? But also, who does he take over in this team? Because like we've we've got we've certainly got a lot of creative players in that. So where does he fit?
0: I think right now in Sam Greenwood's position on that left hand side, we know that it's not a traditional left winger role. It's not a get down the line type of approach. It's moving field and try to almost be the the wide playmaker, if you will, but coming inside. And I think that that will suit Finazaz because he's very good at chopping inside. And that's what I think when you look at traits, you remember the George Friend cut inside, things like that. I think Finazaz has that trait of chopping people essentially and I think that working it from wide to central might suit him and I think Sam Greenwood's performances have not been particularly effective I think he really needs to be stronger in his displays just generally over the course of 90 minutes so I think right now he plays on that left wing position but Mm. Moving mid-term to long-term, I think you look at him in, in that number 10 role, but it's just, it's difficult at the moment, isn't it? Because Morgan Rogers is coming into good form and I don't think you stunt his development in any way by putting a player in his position that he's currently excelling in. So I would say the weakest player right now in that three behind the strikers is Greenwood. So I would play Finazaz there, but as I said, mid to long term moving more central and then hopefully we can get him on the ball and get him cutting through teams when we do face the low block because he's the type of player that can find that space that can move players around just shift them away basically with his really neat footwork and I'm really looking forward to seeing him I think that this is a is a good deal for Borough and it offers us flexibility doesn't it
1: yeah and what I'm thinking now, like when everyone's fitting and when everyone's back from, uh, obviously, Age Cup as well and with, you know, Silvera as well, oh, I didn't mention in that as well in terms of <laughs> options. So obviously, having Silvera into that fold of higher players with the pitch, like what is that best five now and, and who it could be? And, and for me, I'm looking at put the deep role when Lewis O'Brien's I think he walks into the team I think O'Brien and Hackney's that too and that is such an exciting two be um, mm. it, it won't be for probably long for, for Borough fans I just can't see hey, Hackney staying in the summer I just really can't and then on the, and the three players ahead of him like I'm looking probably Ryland McGrath on that left hand side I'm looking at Morgan Rogers on the right and I think Rogers is is a winger by a trade but the more centrally he's looking more exciting and then I think Finley's is in that middle and I, and I think if you put Lyle off the top You've got Eng on the left or Mangura. That is a very exciting team to or to to, to look at. But what's your best five then? And what, what would you go for?
0: Um Lath up front. But I will say that it's kind of six 3s with him and Corburn. I do think we need reinforcement in that number nine Definitely. position. But right now I'd probably say that just because of his movement. And I think that it would really complement Finazas and whoever we play midfield, be it Barlasa, Hackney or Brian House, and I think it will really help that. McGree on the left, uh, Azaz in the middle. Right wing's an interesting one because
1: Marcus uh, Force Jones
0: as well. is, yeah, oh. Marcus Force. You know what? I'd actually put Force in there, but then I feel like it's really harsh on Rogers. If we could somehow have a Marcus, team Marcus, with Rogers
1: Force in up top, it, Force up top. I mean, good, good, I've good, I wanted, that in, my, in the,
0: yeah, I wanted that in the yeah, I wanted that in the summer. I wanted that in the summer, but I just don't see it happening for some reason. I think that Carrick just doesn't see him as a number nine, which is really strange, isn't it? Because given the fact that we've got only two strikers now, when you look at it through probably Carrick's lens, it could easily be three if you just put Marcus Force in the middle. But yeah, I, I'd probably say Latte Laugh, as behind him, McGree on the left, Force on the right. I think I go okay. with that.
1: Yeah, I like that. I, mean, I was going to say on mine, i would maybe to change uh, like left to force, and we are all happy. And you know, mm-hmm. but again, like I think like, I was come back to that point earlier around Borough's like creativity and having players in in those areas. I think Borough could be in a really good position in in terms of creating those chances. So it's an exciting prospect. But I always come to the the most important question of our low down and <laughs> everyone's been waiting for this. Rank out the sign number five. What what would you rank it?
0: I would go with a 4.5. I yep. think, firstly, the the reported fee. What was it 2.5 mm-hmm. million? An absolute snip, if that is true. He's a player that is constantly progressing, so that 2.5 could be looked at as, as a really, really good deal. And I think it is right now, to be fair. And I also think that, although it's not a position that we're in desperate need, need of reinforcements in, I think it just adds to the quality and it adds to our creativity and it probably also gives us a little bit more of a goal threat from outside of the striker position. So I really like this deal and a lot of championship observers are looking at it and thinking how on earth have Borough managed to pull this off for such a a low value really, a low amount. So I like it and it's also a 4.5 year deal at 4.5 four and a half year deal went far too numerical there didn't I? Four and a half year deal and I think that is you don't really see that often do you? So this is an investment and he's 23 it's a good age to, to progress but also to really deliver right now for us I think that he can do that he's a very good player very intelligent as well so the whole lack of pace thing that I've heard not just from my own observations but from Plymouth fans as well it's more about, for me, quickness in thinking, quickness in seeing things open up on the pitch. I think Finazaz has that. We've also got a player in Dan Marlessa that's very similar to that in, in that he tries to see the picture open up before it's really played out in front of him. So there's two very good options that we have. Finazaz just obviously a little bit more further in front. So, yeah, I'd say 4.5 on the stars. Um, I really like yeah. this deal.
1: Yeah, I'm the same. I, I'm a similar on a 4.5. I'm not saying five because I just feel like I've been burnt by Engel a little bit. But Engel is getting <laughs> better and better, and I love that man. Uh, and for me, yeah, look, the, the deal as well four and a half year deal. We're seeing probably Borough sign a lot of players now on that four year deal using the mortization. I can never say that word, but <laughs> essentially what I'm trying to say is the spread out like cost over a four year deal. You know, it looks yeah. better for us in financial fair play. And, you know, you have that investment in a player and we're all sat with signing these younger players with a higher ceiling now. And it's really promises in a club perspective that we're doing that. And, you know, for me to sign a player who looks fantastic in, in this division, showing that progression as is, is a footballer, isn't it? A really intelligent player. I think it's really good business from Borough. I really, really do. I could probably push it to a five, but I just don't want to get burnt. Do um, <laughs> say you know what? Yeah, go on, have a five. Well, enough.
0: The reason why I didn't say a five is just because in my head, Cameron Archer last season was a five yeah. and he was like the final piece
2: in oh, the problem, jigsaw. Yeah. I and I,
0: I I don't quite think Finnezzas is, but he just adds to the, the you know, yeah. furthers the quality
1: that we have. Okay, We'll go back 4.5 and that's it. Um, guys, <laughs> uh, give us your ratings as well in, in our comments. Let us know mm-hmm. by tweeting as well, or underscore breakdown or let us know on Facebook and, and Instagram. And all those social media platforms that we are on. Um, but for right now, uh, this has been the Bore Breakdown podcast, and that was all of your thin Azaz chatter in a pot. Up the Bore Breakdown.